This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. This week we have a source of Laini Parshas Vayichi, completing Sefer Voracious at Shabbos Chazak. In the Parsh we see in the middle of the Parsha in Perik Memtef Posagalaf, the Yikro Yaakov Elbonav, Yaakov calls his children together. He also gather around, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you when the end of time is. He comes to come together, Vishuma bin Yaakov, listen, my, the sons of Yaakov, Vishuma Yisrael Avicham, I listen to your father, Yisrael. Then he begins to speak to his children. So first he's tells Ruvain, Ruvain, you're really supposed to be the Bukhar, but he then goes and he criticizes him for what he did, Pavs Kamayim al Taisar, and he doesn't give him a brach, he criticizes him. Pasta continues, Shimon Valevi, Achim, Shimon Valevi are brothers. And he goes on to tell them that they got angry and they killed out Sudan. They, they killed out Shechem. Kiva'apam Harguish, Ritzonim Ikushar. For in their anger they killed a man. And therefore, Arur Apam Kiaz. Curses their anger because it is powerful. They have Rasam Kikashasa. And their fury because it is cruel. Of course, he did not curse them. Chasrashalam. Arur Apam. He cursed their anger. Rashi tells us, what does this mean? Achal came be Yaakov, Afisim be Yisrael. I will disperse them throughout Klai Yisrael and throughout Eretz Yisrael. Rashi brings two pshat on what that means. In the second pshat, Rashi says, Ein l'cha'aniyim, you do not have poor people, seifrim, people who write, mezuzah, sefritayra, seifr, umulamit tinaikais, and people who teach, elam shimon, only from shevet shimon. And these people are spread around. And therefore, that is what they will be. And the question people ask is very obvious. If you're saying that Shimon has an anger problem, so I understand why they're going to be poor. Because poor people have to be humble. If they want to get their money, they have to, they have to behave properly to get their money. Seifrim, someone who's a Seifer, works by himself. He's going to get angry at his, at his feather. He's going to get angry at his cloth, at his parchment. What's the big deal? But what's a shot? He's going to teach children. Can you imagine your principal, you're looking to hire a Rebbe, and you have a choice between two Rebbeim. They're both wonderful. You say, no, I want to take that one because that one has an anger problem. A, a teacher in a classroom is, is who has anger issues is not the best place for him to be. And yet, Yaakov is saying, Melamde Tanaikis El Meshimon. Because Shimon gets angry, therefore the Melamde Tanaikis, the teacher, should come from Shimon. How could that be? How is that possible? So Yad Kamenetsky explains as follows. He says, What happened with, with Shimon and Levi? So we know that when they killed Ashchem, so Yaakov comes to them earlier in Pasha of Yishlach, but Yemi Yaakov Shimon Velevi, a heart in my sea, you've made trouble for me. You have caused me to become uh, disgusting, obnoxious to the people of the land. I'm few in number. They're going to gather against me. They're going to hit me. And my house and me, we're all going to be destroyed. You put a big target on our back. Shimon and Levi, did you think this through? Look what you did. You've caused them, we're not such a powerful army. And you've caused the people to gather against us. Why do you do that? And you did things, you're angry, 
And that's why he's upset at them. Shimon and Levi, however, don't remain quiet. They respond. You remember what they responded? Okay. Similar. They said, Should we make our sister into a zaina? Should we allow anyone to do whatever they want with our sister? We can't allow that. And Yaakov is quiet. Seemingly, Yaakov agrees. And if Yaakov Kamenetsky explains as follows, that Shimon and Levi said, we did think it through. We do understand the situation we put ourselves in, that we put a target on our back and people may come to fight with us. But what was our choice? What choice did we have? To allow them to go and, t- and take our daughters, take our wives? They took Dina, well, we had no choice. And therefore, even though knowing potentially what can happen, we had no choice but to save our sister. He explains with Yaakov Kamenetsky. Yaakov Avinu did not call the brothers together to criticize them. Because if he would have wanted to criticize them, he would have done it singular, one by one, privately. He called them all together. And he spoke to each of the Shvatim. And he was telling each of the Shvatim their strong points, their personalities. He was telling Shimon, you are someone who does whatever it takes to get the right thing done. And if that entails you doing something when you're angry, then that's what you do. You realize you had to save your sister, and therefore you did whatever had to be done, regardless of the consequences. Said Yaakov Avinu to Shimon, if you cannot control it, so then you should be poor. And this way you're going to have no choice but to travel around, and you won't be able to be someone in the position of getting angry. If you can't control it, then you could be a cipher, somebody who works without other people. You work with objects, and therefore, nothing happens if you get angry. But if you really cultivate your personality, you can use it for the best way possible. And you can be a Malamitanikis. And you can use that skill, that personality that you have, of doing whatever it takes to get something done, to be a Malamitanikis, to be a Rebbe, to be a teacher. Because very often when it comes to teaching, there are a lot of frustrations involved. Yeah, there are a lot of frustrations involved. And therefore, it's easy to give up. What Yaakov was saying was, to be a Rebbe, to be a teacher, you have to be ready to do whatever it takes. You have to be ready no matter what the situation is, no matter what's going to happen because of it, you need to do what needs to be done. Rosh Shlomo Freifel would tell his Talmidim, he was the consummate Rebbe, who would do whatever it takes to, to, for the success of his Talmidim. And he would tell us to meet him, those who wanted to go into Chinuch, he would say, it's great to go into Chinuch. You have to make sure that you're going to love every student, you're going to love every Talmud. If you can know that you're going to love every Talmud, if you're prepared to do whatever it takes, then you should be a Rebbe. But if not, you should be a Shaykhit. It's better to shecht chickens than to shecht students. It's better to shecht student, uh, chickens than to shecht students. And that's what he would say. But he said, he showed it as well. Rosh Shlomo Freifel was very close with the Ribbon Sarebis, that's all. They were close. They had a nice relationship. In fact, when the Ribbon Sarebis got a new pair of Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin, everybody wanted his old Tfilin, and he sent it as a gift to Rosh Shlomo Freifeld. They were very close. When people would meet Rosh Freifeld, knowing that he was close to the Ribbon Sarebis, he would say, they would ask him, tell us, tell us some of the Maifsim the miracles that the Rebbe does. And you see, you want to know some of the miracles that the Rebbe does, ask other people. 
I can tell you things even more valuable than the miracles that the Rebbe does. And you say over stories of what the Rebbe did in order to influence others, in order to teach others. It didn't matter what it took. And you say over, for example, when the Rebbe was still living in Russia, and he would try to influence others to keep the terror, to keep mitzvahs, he would go around to the housewives and try to get them to keep kosher. And he was a shaykhet. And he would say, give me your chicken. I'll chef your chicken for you. This will have kosher chicken. I won't charge you anything. Some would give, some even that. They, they don't want to involve, they don't want to give it. And the Rebbe would say, give me your chicken. I'll chef the chicken for you. And I'll pluck it. I'll defeather it. I'll take off all the feathers. Now, today we don't have to do this, Baruch Hashem, but when you had to chef the chicken, all you had to take off all the feathers. It was very, very difficult. It, it stank. It was just an unpleasant job. And the Rebbe said, give me your chicken. I will chef it for you for free. And then I'll clean the chicken. Why? So you can eat kosher chicken. Because the Rebbe understood. If you want to influence something, you have to do whatever it takes. And that was the bracha, that was the advice that Yaakov was giving Shimon. That you have a kayach, make sure you use it right. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.